Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Let's go to Charlie Gasparino. <laughs> How much money did I lose today, Charlie? A lot. Mm. Well, I don't know. I mean, it depends. Were you in cash? I'm not, I mean, I'm not were a you short listening seller. to me? I'm not, a, you, I'm not a short seller. Me? Did you ignore me or did you listen to me? You know, you've been more right than wrong, okay? I've been mostly right. I don't yeah, think except, I'm wrong at all. You know who's wrong? The Fed is wrong. And yeah, I told I that to people. Can, I don't think it can have it both ways. You can't have an economy that's – you can't financialize the economy and then say – which is good for rich people – and then think that there's not going to be a consequence that generally affects poor people. I, I just remember. But, but when does Washington, uh, Charles, Charlie, when does Washington come up with the reality, y- y- instead of creating a new problem uh, of high interest rates, fix the old problem, which what caused the problem originally? Well, there's a lot that caused it. The, the, the low interest rates caused it and printing money, and they're trying to put that genie back in the bottle. I mean, listen, one of the things I think that people didn't appreciate, I'm not saying it was me or you, but I'm telling you that when you pump as much money as the Fed and the federal government did into this economy, you're going to have massive inflation, which is a tax on working-class people. Uh, Listen, I go to these restaurants in Manhattan. You know, I go to Scotto's. I love it. I love the people there. I go to uh, Campagnola. I go to Elio's. I go to you name it. Four places John goes to. Four places John goes to. I go to Bobby Vans. I go to Smith and Walensky's. He's a man about town. This is paying political announcements. People like us are paying money to eat there. We don't care. Yes. But the waiters and waitresses at these places, the bartenders, are getting screwed on inflation. Yeah, but I always and give them a cash tip. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but the 87,000 new IRS what, what agents will get them. I know, you know, you know. It doesn't matter what you're getting them because their purchasing power is declining rapidly. And it this like I remember in the 70s, Argentina went through massive inflation that the rich people do have to – because the economy was somewhat commoditized, or excuse me, financialized, they can go to markets and make up the difference. Poor people can't. And I think Powell knows that now. And, you know, they unleashed a demon. And the only way to do it is to take take the economy down. And it's going to, the Dow is going to go down. Housing prices are going to go down. And we're just going to have to live with it until inflation gets to about. I think they probably stop if it gets to around three and a half percent. I bet you they don't go to a full two percent. That'll take forever. So six days before the election, this is announced. What kind of impact do you think this has politically, if if any? That's Laura. I don't, I don't think it has any. I think it's kind of baked in. Mm. And I and I think you know just in of itself, the market just totally just misread what the Fed was doing and hmm. was looking because it's there it's so addicted to low interest rates and it's like a heroin addict that gets that looks for a needle on the ground just to get a quick <laughs> fix. Like anything that they could grasp onto, people were saying, Oh, that means the Fed's gonna not raise rates right. and then they bought stocks and then they turn around and it's like, Oh, Yes, they are going to raise rates. Uh, so I, I just think the... Well, the market went up like 4,000 points in the last month or so because they thought that there's a hope that the right. Washington... And, and by the way, not just, not just they. Let's be clear who they was. Major asset managers, 
like BlackRock, was, were going around to big financial clients and saying, uh, we think there's going to be just three more rate increases, and we think there's going to be pivot language in this. And people were like, whoopee, and they started buying. I mean, I know, because I was following it. But, you know, it was interesting. That's what the financial players were saying. If you talk to people that had sources at the Fed, they were telling you something else. They were telling you there was no sign that, that Powell's going to back off. Yeah, Larry uh, Kudlow was telling me that all, every day. Yeah, there was no sign that he's going to back off. There was no indication that they – listen, they may slow down the rate of increases. I mean, they might go to 50 next time. I mean, who knows? But there's going to be more. So, you know, the, I think there's two things here. Number one, you never want a financialization of, of the financialization of your economy. That's kind of what we got now. Hmm. We actually pay people to stay home and sit before their computers and trade stocks Charlie, during the pandemic. We're on a tight schedule today. Thank you for calling in Anytime. and thank you for your input because I do respect your input. I, I think I'm more right than wrong, but it's both of us. We, we, it's nice to have an opinion. Hey. Two sides to the coin. Absolutely. That's how you make a market. Thank you. All right. Talk to you guys. Bye. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.